Alright, so we are on the top, or the bottom, whatever. Uh, bottom into the top of Tani Beis and Beis, Tani Aleph, Amad Aleph. So the, so the, um, Mishnah said, Hayusa Basi saw Nifsala Mina Kuna, right? So the, 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 uh, Mishnah had said all the different like, things that she loses, right? If she goes ahead and she marries, she was married to, a, to one man, and she, there's, a, there's a, an Eidecha that says that her husband died, she goes ahead and she marries a different guy, and then it turns out that the first guy comes back, right? So there's all these different things that she loses on account, on account of taking the risk and rolling the dice and losing. Um, so lots of things she loses, including the fact that if, she's a Basis, if she was a Basis Israel, um, that now she becomes uh, Nifsala from the Kahuna because she was together now with a man who was not her husband. Um, so, uh, so the Gemara says as follows: Pshita, that's obvious. <laughs> and of course, she loses. Uh, you know, she can't eat truma, etc. Fine. The Gemara says Pshita, that's obvious. No, the Gemara says no, no, no. Bas Levi mina Meiser it's three No, the reason that that's that the actual case of Bas Yisrael Nifsala mina Kahuna that's that is obvious. But it's because the next thing that the Nisha teaches. Which is that a baslevi is now if she was a baslevi then she becomes psula from from uh, from eating meiser. So Gemara says a baslevi means meiser means psula business. What do you mean? Is there ever a scenario where a baslevi uh, now can't eat meiser because she was mizane? Vahatanya lavia shenishbeis o shenivila biilas nos nos in law meiser vochelas. Right? You have a, if a lavia was either she was captured, right, and uh, um, and therefore and she, and she was you know that was. She was nursed by by, by Ones, wasn't her fault, or she was involved in a inappropriate relationship. Nevertheless, nevertheless, no sin la meiser ve'ochelas. She can eat meiser. So what's going on here? So I'm Rav Sheish has no knasa. She says, yeah, you're right. The, the halacha would be typically she would never lose her ability to eat meiser. This is a knas, right? Like like many other things that that are happening to her now. These are all extra extra rabbinic, uh, you know, rabbinic uh, penalties on her. That we are putting in, that they put in place again to make it much more, you know, uh, less appealing for her to, to go ahead and, and marry Apiyedecha. Okay, uh, so Bas Kohen mina Truma, and the Bas Kohen uh, would be forbidden from eating Truma. So Gemara says Afila betruma derabanan, right? And that's true even from Truma derabanan again, which makes sense because Truma derabanan is also already exera of Chazal. So we we uh, we put her uh, again one of the. Another another knas that she can't even eat from the bottom. Um, okay, we are in the sixth line on Tzadi Aleph Amud Aleph ninety one a. Okay, next. So then the Gemara says, "Ve'ein Yorshin Shel Zeh, Ve'Yorshin Shel Zeh, Yorshin Ksubasa." Right, the uh, the inheritors of her first husband or the inheritors of her second husband, neither of them are able to acquire her Ksuba. The Gemara says, "Ksuba Mayavita." What are you talking about? Who said a Ksuba? We already just said. That there's no, there is no ksuba. One of the things that she loses, right, is that she loses the ksuba. So what we mean that no one, no one's yorish her ksuba. Of course, no one's yorish her ksuba. The ksuba doesn't exist. There isn't a ksuba. So the answer is the gemara. Now, what are we talking about? Amr of Papa ksubas benin dichrin. This is referring to something that's called the ksubas benin dichrin. Rashi t- explains it over here. Um, look at Rashi before. Rashi says ksuba maya vidita hatnam beresha ain laksuba. And what's going on here? So, so the answer is no, the Ksubas Benin Dechrin, we're on the fourth line, the fourth skinny line in Rashi. What's Ksubas Benin Dechrin? It's not, but Ksubas, is a, the, the Gemara Ksubas says, explains as follows. Ksubas Benin Dechrin, the Ahavan Lachimi Nai Inon Yarsin Kesev Ksubaseich, Yesra Achu Kahon, the Imachu. And this is the language that's used in that document. 
right? That that uh, saying that that certain individuals, and really what we're talking about, are the children of the woman who gets married. Um, they should get they should get money more than anybody else. What are we talking about? Vimesa Bachayev, if she dies in the in the life of her husband. Right? So we're talking about a woman who any time a woman get would get married, she would bring a dowry into the marriage, right? So she would bring a certain amount of money from from her father that she gave her to bring into the marriage. And what was the concern? The concern was that uh, she's going to bring this money into the marriage, she's going to die, and then the husband's going to get remarried to some other woman and have children with her, with that another new woman. And what's going to end up happening is the, uh, the Yorshim of the new wife right, are going to end up collecting that original dowry money. We'll go to them instead. Right? Or at least it'll be split up equally between her, her children and the new wife's children. Because when, when, she mar- when she marries the husband, the husband you know, ends up, you know, all the money goes to him, and then it gets, gets equally dispersed. So the Ksuvus Benindichon was a, a document they would write to make sure that the money that was, had been given originally to, uh, you know, as, as her dowry from her father stays within her children only. It doesn't get split up with others, right? Uh, so if he, that's what Rashtar says, if she dies in the life of her husband, Vinasa Shniya, and she marries another, another uh, he marries another woman, Vyaldalo, and she has children, Umes, uh, right? And then the, uh, the husband dies. Right, right. So the 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 women, the children of the second mo- second mother, they get her right. The money that comes from her, right. Right. But the children of the first wife, if they're if they're male, they get as Yerusha the ksuba of their mother. Even though she died in the lifetime of her husband, right? So usually you would, that wouldn't be the case, right? Usually once, if this woman dies in the, in the lifetime of her husband, the husband collects any of the money that she brought into the marriage. And then when he dies, then it just goes into the pot of all his money and all of his children split it equally. But the, the, the point of this is to make sure that the money stays, goes directly from her children, from her uh, to her children only. Um, so right? the, the, point, the point was to allow the, uh, we want fathers to be willing to give their money to their daughters so that when their daughters get married, the money stays with his own grandchildren, right? Because if the money just goes to go away and, he'll never, and his grandchildren will never see it, he'd be less likely to want to give it up. So the point is, in this case, right, in this case, that's not going to happen. Right, In this case, in this scenario, where she was married to one guy, and uh, she thinks that he died, and she marries somebody else, and then he comes back, uh, so then the ksuvas b'nindichon will not will not uh, be put into place. Right, so rather the children of the ksheira get the ksuba of their mother, and the rest of it goes equally. Right, so so the her her money is not secured that way anymore. Why? Again, the same thing as a uh, as a as a as a knas, right? So let's go. So now go back to the Gemara. So the Gemara said ksuba ksuba mayavidita. So go answer the Gemara. Maori the same alidida the avda isura kansura abanan. I would think, oh, she made the mistake. So the abanan make a knas on her. Lizara lo kansura abanan. But for the children, leave the children alone. Kamashala, no. The kids are gonna get are gonna get uh, penalized here also. Okay. Next, Achiv Shazev, Achiv Shazev, Chotzen Velam Yamin. So we said once that once you know she again had a relationship with one man, and then he she thought he died, so she marries the second man, and then it turns out 
that the whole thing was wrong, the first man was still alive, and then what would happen if either one of them, right, before they have a chance to give, the, give, get, give their gittin, what happens if, or before they have a chance to, you know, everyone to switch back to where we're supposed to be, so what, uh, what happens if they die, right? So uh, if they die and she had no children with them, so each of them, their brother gives, does chalitza with her and doesn't do yibum with her, because they're both, both men were sort of, one was really married to her, one was not really married to her, right? But they both had to give, do chalitza. Uh, don't do Yibam. So, so it says, Gemara, Achiv shall rishon chalitz midaraisa. Right, the first one, first brother, does a chalitz midaraisa, because it's really, the first husband is really her husband. But he's not allowed to do Yibam midarabana. I mean, he should be allowed to do Yibam, but we don't allow it. Achiv shall sheni chalitz midarabana. Right, but the second, the, the brother of the second, second husband, who's really not her husband, because it was a mistake, uh, he does chalitz midarabana, and they require chalitz midarabana, and v'lom yabim, lom midaraz, v'lom midarabana, and he can't do yibim, for sure he can't do, because, uh, um, it's actually not chalitz, meaning, he could, he could marry her, <laughs> right, it's dumb, but he can't do yibim with her, uh, because it wouldn't be really be yibim, because uh, the, the second brother wasn't really married, but we do, do a yibim anyway, do a chalitz anyways, midarabana, just to make sure that no one should think the wrong things. But the first husband, we, we, and the first husband's brother, we don't allow the, the, the yibum, even though it would technically be, be, be permissible, uh, and we required him to do a chalitza, and that chalitza would require me there, right? Okay. Okay, so what happened next, and we'll see if we have time to finish this for now, but what, what the, the Mishnah then, uh, then tells us is after we had, and we would probably introduce this more, but when the after the Mishnah gave the examples, right, all the different things that she loses, we have three opinions that all argue on different premises that were given by the Mishnah, right? So the, the Mishnah had talked about all the different things that she loses. If you look in, look in you know, page two on this, on this chart here. So, um, a couple of them over here. Look at page two on the chart. So you're going to see um, three on the, on the bottom here. One, two, three. Right, Rav Yossi, Rav Lazar, and Rav Shimon. Right, these are all opinions that were right. The top, the top things on the, the chart are the different things that she loses. Right, Ein Laksuba, Lo Tanai Ksuba, Lo Zevazem Metamila, Lo Zevazem Zakam Mitziasa, Ha'isa Ba'itzalim Misalim Bekuna. All the different things that she loses. Right, because of the fact that she is, because of the fact that she, you know, went ahead and married the second guy. All you need is, uh, all you need is this one, page two. Just for right now, that's all you need. Um, Chart two on page two. Um, so all the, so those are all the things that the Mishnah says that she loses. But if you can, when we continue in the Mishnah, the Gemara then said the Mishnah then said, well, Rabbi Yossi disagreed on this, and Rabbi Lazar on this, and Rabbi Shimon on this, and the Gemara is going to try to understand which ones everyone who agrees with whom and who disagrees with whom. So the, just to look in, and just look in the chart. Uh, so the chart on the bottom says Rabbi Yossi has said Ksuba Rabbi Yossi says actually the first husband will pay the Ksuba, right? And Rabbi Lazar said, Actually, the first husband will get her, her you know, things that she, that, she, that, that she finds, or her money that she makes, or he made for her nether. And Rabbi Shimon says, that actually, you told me that no one can do a chalitza? Not true. A biya or a chalitza, me'achiv shal rishon. If the first husband's brother would do a biya or a chalitza, poteras sarasa. And if they would actually have Tashmish and have a child, it wouldn't be a Mamzer. Right? These are all three, each one of these cases, or each one of these opinions, are opinions that, that uh, contradict earlier opinions. But what's unclear is, how does Rabbi Yossi feel about Rabbi Elazar? And how does Rabbi Elazar feel about Rabbi Shimon? Etc., etc. And that's what the Gemara is now going to do. They're going to try to describe 
the relationship between these three uh, opinions to each other. So just take a look in the Gemara for a second. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll start it at least. So the Gemara says like this. Amr of Huna basrai modu kamai kamai lo modu basrai. Right? The later, later opinions will agree to the earlier opinions, but the earlier opinions will not agree to the later opinions. What does that, what, what, what does that mean? So the Gemara explains. Rabbi Shimon modi lele Rabbi Elazar. Okay, so Rabbi Shimon who holds that the Biyar Chalitza of the of the, you know, of the first husband's brother is actually valid, right? Maybe he shouldn't do it l'chachila, but if he does it, it's valid, right? So he's going to agree, maybe Shimon is going to actually agree also that Rabbi Lazar is correct. I mean, he didn't say Rabbi Lazar said. Rabbi Shimon who says that the, that the, biyar, that the, the chalitza or the yibam of the, sec, of, the, of the first husband's brother is valid, he'll also agree with Rabbi Lazar that the first husband it should be Zoha to get her something, you know, a, a loss, a, a, an object that she finds, or her, or her salary, or her faris nidarim. He'd agree to that. Why is that? Because he'd say as follows: Rishiva modulei the Rabbi Lazar de Mabia de Iker Isura Lokanis. Because when it comes to to Tashmish, right, which the Iker Isser, right, is is the Iker Isser is in terms of you know uh, whether Tashmish is permitted. That they didn't. They they say he, according to Rabbi Shimon that he says that that's fine. That could happen, that, that there wasn't some type of penalty there. So if a kosher came to Yasa, I said, yeah, did my monahu. So if he's allowing the tashmish, then the issue, then, then you know, uh, collecting the money, that's much less significant. So he would allow that. Rabbi Elazar, lomo, you lay the Rabbi Shimon. But Rabbi Elazar, who's, who's the one who's being lenient when it comes to the money, he's not going to use Rabbi Shimon, who's being lenient when it comes to tashmish, right? Um, because he'll say mitziyasu, yeah, that's just her money. So that already the the chazal will be mekalan. Avabia the yisura who the yisura who kanis. No, but when it comes to tashmish, that's the real iser. That's much more significant. That, that you know that was the thing she did wrong in a certain sense. So then they're going to be kanis on that. And both of them are going to agree that Yosi is right. Rabbi Yosi said that the ksuba you know uh, comes to the first husband. Why the hani the yasfa to say lo kanis. Because they'll say these other things, these are things that you get when you're when you're married still, right? Her her to have tashmish if you're uh, you know with, with with you know to do yibam and chalitza. Those things are done when you're married, right? I um, mean those things are allowing. So Yosi, the ksuba that's what you do when you when you're getting divorced already. That's the thing that's happening when you're leaving the marriage. So if they would if they agree that chazal are going to allow this, the, you know. Functioning, things functioning, happening. Either they're really still married, right? That 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 the first husband can can acquire her her you know something that she finds, or or that if he dies, the brother can do yibum or chalitza. So for sure they're going to agree that she gets the ksuba from the first husband because that's something that already happens as they're exiting the marriage. So that's one side. That's Rabbi Huna. We'll stop here. But that's that's Rabbi Huna's opinion about how they relate to each other. As we continue, we're going to see other approaches to how these these opinions relate to each other. Okay. Sure.